You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. My name is Scott Nerney. I grew up in Warwick and have been a homeowner for over 30 years in our lovely city. My goal with this podcast is to highlight what is special about Warwick and how you can get the most from our seaside community. This podcast is presented by the Varnum Military Museum, located just over the border in East Greenwich. Patrick and his staff have a fantastic museum. I must see a lot of information about Rhode Island residents, especially Warwick residents. Please, when you stop by, go on their Facebook page. Thank them for supporting our podcast. Our guest today is Elizabeth Dutton. She is with the Tourism Department for Warwick. We wanted to invite her here to talk a little bit about how Warwick Tourism operates, how we're attracting people, and what basically that department does on a regular basis to try to bring people into the city. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Liz, how about a little background on yourself? Where did you grow up? I grew up in Warwick. Probably lived here about 45 years. Wow, nice. So everything that happens in Warwick you've seen and experienced and get to try to bring a lot of that nostalgia back in some cases? Pretty much so. I mean, I love Warwick. I I grew up in the Buttonwoods area. I always loved going to City Park Beach. And how long have you been with the city? Six and a half years. Okay. With the tourism group uh, the whole time? Yes. Actually, my first job with the city was back when I was in first year of college, being at the tennis courts. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And when we talk about the tourism, you know, if I just think of the word tourism, I think of either me going someplace else, what attracts me there, or trying to get people to come here, which a lot of this podcast tries to do as well. But from your perspective, it's a little different. So tell us a little bit about what the main goals or the mission is of the tourism department. You are correct. We do try to bring people in, fill the hotels up. That is how my department is funded by hotel tax money. Um, But we do try to get all the people in and show them what a great place Warwick is, not only to just visit, but to live and to work. And from the hotel money that comes in to fund everything, bringing events in that stay at the hotel is really kind of the goals and generate taxes in the city from food and meal taxes and rental cars, et cetera. Is that kind of the way it self-funds? Yes. So we do try to support all our local restaurants and businesses. If people aren't happy in Warwick, they're not going to say good things about Warwick and people won't want to come here and stay here. But we do do a lot of advertising to let people know what Warwick can promote as a business and as a fun place to live and visit. Uh, above and beyond the sign that's always in the airport that says you've actually landed in Warwick, this great <laughs> seaside community. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't really like that. They think it's a Providence. It's amazing how many people really do think they've just landed in Providence, which is kind of confusing. Yeah. I mean, there are some cities that I land in Um, When I used to fly to Cincinnati, it's sort of in Kentucky, but Mm -hmm. um, it's a little different here. Uh, I thought when they said they were going to change the name of the airport, we could actually put Warwick on there, but I don't think we won that battle. (laughs) No, or take Providence out and just say Rhode Island. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, there's a lot of great things going on in Warwick, and I know your department is at the forefront, and I know you're working hard every day to try to bring new things in. Let's talk a little bit about what a typical day like uh, for you in your role. Well, there is no such thing as a typical day because every day is something different. Great. Whether we're um, designing ads to go to the media, like NBC, we advertise a lot with NBC Connecticut. We do a lot of advertising at, um, in OTT and New York and Boston, Connecticut, uh, New Jersey, to try and people, the drive market right now is so great, so we're trying to let people know what Warwick can offer them. Um, so it, between media buys and advertising and then just the daily answering phone calls and letting people know what's going on and help promote the restaurants and social media, it's, it's different every day. Uh, so you kind of mentioned a few things here. Let's talk a little bit about the, the difference, even in the past six years, or say, or, or you know, obviously back 10 or 15 when you were experiencing Warwick outside of the government, there's a big difference. It's not just a travel magazine and hope people come. You're, you're trying to approach people in so many different ways with social media and, and advertising campaigns that years ago weren't, weren't even thought of. Right. We do do a lot of television ads. I mean, we wish we could afford to do more, but we do try to get it out there on OTT where people have to watch the commercials. And I do hear a lot of people saying that they've heard our jingle and they really like it, Stay in Warwick, Sea Rhode Island. So it is catching on People do remember that little jingle, and it does, so it does help with commercials over the just the advertising in magazines, but we do do both. Okay, and social media, Facebook, and other uh, items like that? We do, and it seems like Facebook, once COVID hit, it was more our locals we were talking to than the, the people around. Hopefully, we're drawing back the wider audience and doing some advertising there as well. Right. I know when, when I'm looking to go someplace, I'll go on, try to go on their local pages to see what the residents are saying. And hopefully you can find pages where it's not just complaining, it's more people talking about the great things that are going on, because that really helps when the residents are our best sounding board, I feel. They are. And so we have to be careful on how we advertise, because sometimes they'll laugh at certain things because mm. they see it in a different light. But I think just by advertising in the different states, people can see what's going on. So, Elizabeth, your background is in graphic design? Yes. Uh, how are you using that in your current role? To create brochures. We have a visitor's guide that gives people the highlights and tells them all the hotels that we have in Warwick and just highlights a few spots, areas that they can visit. Um, also, we have the restaurant guide to help all our restaurants. We have to change that quite often because some restaurants come, some go. But we try to let people know about all the great restaurants that we offer in Warwick. And these are kind of segmented out as seafood, Italian, American. Hot Wieners is labeled in here, which obviously is a Rhode Island staple. Yes, we really have a lot in Warwick. We have a wide variety. And the travel guide that you've put together? To help people? The travel guide um, will let people know of all the great hotels that we have, gives them all the information on how to contact them, and then just kind of highlights some great attractions that we have in Warwick with a little map to show how close everything is and that we're very centrally located. So you can stay in Warwick, see Rhode Island, and, you know, visit Boston or visit Newport and Providence and see what's going on. And you also put out a, a, a one-pager with all of the events uh, obviously, I'm looking at the summer one. 
which has a food truck, summer concerts, fireworks. So this is a really great piece of uh, all the information in one place that people could pick up at like a hotel lobby or obviously see everything happening at once. Yes, uh, we have the Central Chamber of Rhode Island. They will distribute our direct summer event cards, which we put out every summer to let the, um, the guests know what's going on. And she distributes them to the hotels, the rec cards, and the travel guides and the restaurant guides. It really helps because a lot of times people, they may get inundated when they're looking online for what's happening in, a, in the area that they're going to. But this shows everything they may or may not have seen or think back, oh, I didn't realize that on X day there's some other event. I wouldn't even have searched for that, but it sounds fantastic. Another reason why I'm here. True. They get overwhelmed by there's just so much information on the website. And a lot of people don't have computers or don't want to take time to sit in front of the computer or their phone. So that really does help freshen their memory of what's going on. One of the biggest thing events that we've had here, uh, I'm going to say it's probably one of the biggest things since pre-COVID was the Great Race. Uh, talk about how your department was instrumental in working with those folks and how that went. We met with them several times. Uh, the first time we met with them with the mayor, and we met in the mayor's office, and they were unsure where they wanted to hold the race, whether it be in Providence or Warwick. And luckily the mayor convinced them that it should be at Rocky Point, which then we met with the, the um, directors and they showed them Rocky Point, and they were sold the second they saw it. It was just beautiful. But we met with them several times to just see the route. They would drive from Rocky Point to North Dakota to see, you know, the, everything was timed to the second. They fell in love with it. But it did bring a lot of people in, and everybody that came in really loved the area. Everybody was so friendly and nice. It, it was amazing get together with everybody. As much as it was a lot of work advertising out to the different areas to let Connecticut and all these other local states know what was going on, now it's kind of a, it's over. There was just so much work preparing for it. But it, there was a great group of people, and I hope they come back. And of the hundreds of people that were here, you've made new fans of Rhode Island for those folks, too. Some of the, some of the folks I spoke to said they'll come back without the race. So Absolutely. A lot of the not just the race drivers, their families that came with them along to support them want to come back to vacation here. And I understand you put together a swag bag for the folks at the great race. Tell us a little bit about the, the goodies that they received. Well, we really wanted to welcome them to Warwick and let them know how happy that they are here and make them feel welcome. So we put together swag bags with, you know, a little race car keychain, which flashes on and off to let them know as well about the race that we're really proud and happy to have them here. And you recreated a Rocky Point postcard? Yes. Uh, we had some old photos and old postcards, and we were able to put together some of the highlights of Rocky Point to let people know what the history of Warwick Rocky Point was, because a lot of people never even heard about the amusement park. And this way they can have them in their bags and they write home to their family to give them the progress of the race. And we had someone on from the that promotes theme parks, and uh, he was big on Rocky Point, did some shows with us, so I will be forwarding this to him. It will be a keepsake in his collection for many years to come. Thank you very much. You're welcome. It was great to see the people really appreciate the postcards. It was a big hit. Oh, that's fantastic. I really like that. And I know Gatsby Days is over, but that is another huge event in the city, so I know you guys 
uh, it promotes itself, but there's still a lot of work that you guys put in for that as well. But the Gaspides, they have their own committee, and they pretty they know what they're doing. They right. do a great job running it. We just try to help them by supporting, like doing the fireworks for them and different things, however we can support their events. Okay. And what's coming up for the rest of this year, say the fall into the winter? Are there big events that you're kind of working on that you can disclose? Well, we have the new outdoor rink area, the um, civic place in Appenog that the mayor is has all the funding for and that's going to be great because it's going to be a a central location to have people gather whether it be just the citizens of Warwick have something for them to get out and do and then it should bring a lot of people into the city. I'm really looking forward to that because I think that whole I would almost call it the corner of of Warwick where there'll be that gathering place and there'll be a lot of different events and not just skating it'll be open for spring fall summer events where You've got a concrete surface where a lot of things can happen there as well. Uh, I think it'll be a great gathering area and you know, really welcome people to our city and see what we have. And really bring Appenog back to life, and especially if they can get the path that works to the cemetery. That we have a lot of people from out of state that want to are interested in all the historical sites, and they can come and then walk from the rink up to the path rather than try to locate it through the neighborhood. I don't know if you've ever navigated that. It's a little tricky. Sure. Yeah, and... They'll learn how to do rotaries, too, at the same time. (laughs) I think the rotaries really work well. (laughs) And when we talk about um, reaching people in in our hotel rooms to get them to stay, roughly how many hotel rooms do we have in the city? Uh, 2,160. Wow. That's far more than I expected. Right. We lost one hotel, but we now have a new one on the horizon. Everything, all the approvals have been put through the planning so they should get started soon. Wow. So that's a lot of hotel rooms, a lot of hotel tax that will fund a lot of the activities that we can bring more people into the city. Right. It brings a lot of sports events as well. So that fills our hotels. And our hotels, we're lucky we have rooms where they can bring in families. That puts us above the rest because a lot of hotels in Providence and Newport can't fit a family. They'd have to get separate hotel rooms. Okay. And how do people reach? What's the best way if they're listening to this and think, well, I'm interested in to know what the tourism board is, is up to or what great events are coming to the city. Where would you suggest directing them to? So a lot of people contact us through the website. They either go through website, um, uh, phone calls, emails. I get a great variety of all. Okay. And we'll put those links in the show notes. If you're listening, uh, you can click on the, the links there or have the phone numbers to call in. And I, I think it, there's two prongs. And one is folks who want to know what's going on, but if folks also want to try to reach you to try to promote their event or get some tips on how they could work with the city to try to attract new events here, you're welcome to, to open up with that as well. So the events are usually run by the Parks and Rec Department or the um, Central Chamber, Lawrence Locum. So then they'll contact us and then we will promote them and put them on the web page and okay. the Facebook page. Great. So you're definitely a, a gatekeeper for some of it, but you can exactly. definitely direct people to where they want to go. Exactly. We, can, we, we don't put on the, the events. We promote them. Okay. Thank you to Elizabeth for spending some time with our audience today and sharing insights on Warwick life. It's a great time to be in Warwick. For those not living the Warwick life, come pay us a visit. Check out everything Warwick has to do, uh, activities, events. We would love to have you here. Check out the work that this great tourism group is doing to attract everyone into our city. 
and share all the fun that they're bringing to us and see everything we have to offer. And as we say, stay in Warwick Sea, Rhode Island. I like it. That wraps up another edition of Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. If you have any comments, content suggestions, or questions, drop us a line at warwicklife at gmail.com. Thank you to Tester Manuelian for our lead-in and closing music. She's a music major with an incredible career ahead of her. See you next time. You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island.